Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city or state. I'm your host, Alec Flynn. Welcome. I'm so glad to be hearing from you once more. I know that these episodes are becoming sporadic and they're all over the place. I just got a lot going on. Okay, comedy shows, producing comedy shows. I'm trying, I'm in the midst of buying a scooter because I think I'm done having sex. Um, it's a lot of things in the pipeline. I'm not drinking alcohol this month because I'm better than you. It's, you know, I just feel like it, a lot of things are going to be happening in the next couple months in terms of comedy festivals and traveling um, that I needed to kind of buckle down. And I think many, as you, many of you probably know, like things got pretty hectic past couple, three months, or at least they have been for me. There's just a lot of drinking, just a lot of waking up on a Sunday, feeling like, you know, some monkey is inside your head pounding cymbals against your cranium. And now I'm back here in my apartment and I want to just say thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this because, you know, without you guys, I probably would still be a loser doing open mics and, you know, not really having any self-confidence. So thank you for listening, Senators. Senators. Madam Senators, Mr. Senators, everybody. All right, I'm going to stop with all this sentimental nonsense, this all this crap. Listen, I joined a rock climbing gym. That's right, a rock climbing gym, okay? It's a great workout and a better personality. Oh, Alec, where'd you get those blisters from? Outside my comfort zone, that's where. It's so bad, though. Every time I fall and I crash into the canvas, I just got to walk past like the next guy up and... I'll do like the same joke every time I go, yeah, I think this is the hardest one. It's practically impossible from what I could tell. Nobody laughs. I never get it. Never even get a chuckle. That works one out of 10 times. Everybody has those jokes in their lives. Well, they will tell until the end of time. And until I get like one good solid laugh out of that, it's never going away. It's the same thing. When I see someone drop something, I go fumble. I still don't get a laugh from that. But this gym has a lot of alpha males. And, you know, I thought that the gym bro was a singular entity that you'd maybe see at a Planet Fitness or an Anytime Fitness, just your general meathead sort of gym. But I'm starting to realize that gym bros are a lot like those birds or turtles. They're a lot like the turtles that Darwin found in the Galapagos Islands. Like, it's the same species of meathead asshole but they're different, like, you know, they have different survival traits. There's, like, for example, like, in my gym, you know, they have, they have, like, you know, really strong hands, I think, for breaking up, like, granola. Whereas maybe in the meathead or the bigger gym where the guys, like, you know, got the big water jug, they might have a wider neck, and that's to swallow pre-workout without any water. So... You know, I used to I I used to look at those big, you know, spaghetti strap tank top guys, you know the ones that got the jug of water and they sing to themselves with the big headphones on. The bad I love the self singer. The self singer is great. It's like my time to shine. It's like whispering to himself, My time to grind. My time to Hey! You still using the bench? You still using the bench? It's like yelling. Because he's yelling. You still using the bench? Okay, cool. Goes back to his thing. My grind, but the grind is mine. I will survive. 
just, I used to look at that guy and think, what a tool bag. But now at the rock climbing gym, it's the same type of alpha energy, if you want to call it that. Like this guy just also has no shirt on, which is, I don't respect. But, you know, they're hanging on like a rock climbing wall by their pinky. And I'm like, whoa, so cool. I bet he has a camper van. Like, I love that guy. You know, and it's it's just, it's a cool difference to have. I mean, like, I think I just appreciate anybody who's really, like, takes this as to the extreme, that working out or a thing is, like, their personality. But like I said, they're, they're cut from the same cloth, okay? Whether you're a rock climber or you're a, a bodybuilder, you know, at the end of the day, both stereotypes will give women unsolicited advice. And rem- that's important to remember. I don't know. I I was thinking the other day, like, how funny it was. And I, I still see this in my gym. Um, I love it when these they the alpha dudes or, like, the big lifter bros, like, take their shoes off to deadlift 500 pounds. You got veins popping out of your head while I can see your little ankle socks. Your little ankle socks. You're going to lift all that weight, big boy. You know, or bare feet. That's I. That's where I draw the line. Don't be bare feet in the fucking gym. Take that hippie bullshit to CrossFit. I don't know. It's the gym is just. It's a vulnerable. It's a vulnerable place. I think all in all, like I feel vulnerable when I'm there. That's why I. You know, you put on the headphones, and like I don't really put on headphones that much anymore because. I'm a, a bit of a gym grunter and I don't, and I want to check my volume. Like my biggest fear is someone coming up to me and being like, Hey dude, it's hard for me to concentrate on my workout while you make do- noises like a dying animal. That's my biggest fear. Someone's just like, dude, it sounds like an elephant is humping a raccoon. Chill out. But like, it's a, it, like it's a confrontational place in general. It's, you know, no matter you've been working out for one day or 10 years, it is very vulnerable to work hard in front of other people because you feel like you are being judged. It's a small place. And that's why we have the pump up playlists and we put on cool workout clothes. So you can be like, hey, listen, I'm wearing my Lulu's. I'm listening to my jams. Who cares if I farted mid squat? Okay. This is my fight song. You're like, oh my God, that smells wrong. You know. I don't know. I just make, I got to make sure like I don't, I get too into the habit of, you know, I get into the zone. I put a snarl on my face, trying alpha dog, which is just the most short guy move of all time. You know, yeah. Can you spot me? I'm compensating. You know, that's pretty much me. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, I put a, thank you for listening to that diatribe. But anyway, I put a prompt on Instagram asking you what the biggest travel pet peeves that you have are pet peeves x for me i'll just do it right up front it is people who can't catch a hint that you don't want to talk on the airplane on the bus anywhere okay i've I've gotten to the point where like you don't need to wear a mask in certain places or maybe like on certain travel schedules i'll just put one on to symbolize i'll put a second mask on to symbolize i'm done with this convo that's how bad it's gotten some of these conversations. So I put a poll up on Instagram. A lot of you responded. Thank you for responding and being a part of the the show. And we're gonna play some, we're gonna read off some of the best answers. Paige, Paige said, people grabbing your seat when there's turbulence. 
I like the turbulence on the airplane because I could just get to turn to somebody else and I go like wide-eyed and I say, I prayed for this. That makes me laugh. Paige also said, people standing up to be in line as soon as the plane lands. That's the best, isn't it? Don't these people get it? You're all going to the same place. Why do you have to get up first? What's the rush? Where could you possibly be going? Are you really going to big dog everybody else? Are you uh, that snake guy from Monsters, Inc.? You can slide in and out? No. Sit down, Elastigirl. Uh, Alex Tolafero, when the man next to you on the flight cries for revenge for when you were a baby. That is fucking hilarious. That's a callback to uh, I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robinson. Uh, That's just unbelievable. I'm going to share that on my story, I think. You're an absolute legend, Tals. Um, keep moving on. All right. Haley Noel said, people that eat stinky food on the plane slash train. Yeah, that's a bummer. Egg salad sandwich? No. Stop. Don't do that. I think the only really acceptable thing to bring on a plane is snacks. I mean, that's why you don't, I don't know, maybe like coffee I could see if it was like a Dunkin' Donuts and you get like a bagel sandwich. But if you're going to get food in the airport, why not eat it before you get on the plane? I get it. You're not hungry now. Just especially during COVID. It's like, why wouldn't you eat it when you can be separated from the pack? Instead, now we're in this tube of germs and you've decided to pull out a goddamn panini. What's the matter with you? Go to jail. All right, next one. Road trips, bare feet on the dash. No one needs to see your toes. Katie, I could not agree more. That is, I can't stand it. You ever have that friend, like whatever car they're in? I feel like this is mostly just, and this is going to sound sexist. It's a lot of women. I've never like seen this with dudes, but they put their feet like up on the dash. What are you doing? That's not your car. That's, that's going to damage the... I, I, I try and take pride in this car. This isn't a goddamn jalopy for you to put your, your, your cuticles everywhere. Grow up. I'm getting angry the more and more I, I read these. Sam, Sam Buran said, uh, when there's boogers on the tray table on the plane. Oh, man. Oh, burn the plane down. Burn the plane down. That's disgusting, dude. I always wonder about the guys who puke on the plane and then like make it really discreet. Maybe it's just like a little, you know, and then they can uh, put it back into the bag and put it into the seat. There's got to be a couple stewardesses who missed that one. All right. That's fun. Sorry for that image. Okay. Jake Myers, the gate crowders sitting to get in line before their group is called. And the people who jump up the second, the plane lands and rush to the front. Yeah, the gate crowd is a problem. I don't know. I mean, because I'm trying to, like, figure out, you know, I'm doing a lot of traveling these next couple months, and I don't really want it to get to me. My go-to move is just relax. I don't really, like, put on headphones because I got to understand what's going on. I don't take an edible. I don't really like to drink before then. I'll just relax. You just got to do some meditation if you have, if you can. And just read a book. Just chill out. But yeah, the gate crowder, that's a problem. All right. Madeline Shea 
said rushing slash stressing in the security line. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like some people have good reason, though. I've, I've rushed in the security line. I've never explicitly said anything like that, but, you know, I, I've been like, hey, listen, let's not do the cavity search today. Matthew Kearney says people who don't know how to efficiently go through TSA. That's a good flip to the last one. Yeah, you got to be ready to go for the TSA. I think everybody knows the rules by now. It's shoes off, belt off, everything in the thing, separate butt basket for electronics, separate basket for backpack. It's a system. You got to have a system. You're in, you're out, boom, bing, bang, boom. And the people that, you know, dilly-dally around, that is a little bit annoying. Also, like, you know, you can dilly-dally. Like, there's a difference between rushing somebody. Like, don't ever rush me in an airplane. Don't ever rush me in an airport because I'll turn around. I'll karate chop your shit. But don't also, don't keep me up. Ugh. Yeah, this is all very uh, nebulous, this advice. Um, okay, Molly. She said, weirdos who wear jeans to travel. Please don't attack me like that. That sounded like a personal attack. I love wearing jeans when I travel, okay? You need to be comfortable. Jeans are a comfortable pant. If you got a stretchy jean, you throw that on. Because, again, this is a public space. I'm not trying to present myself like a schmuck, like a, like a schmo, you know? This is, I'm flying. Let's, let's keep even the little bit of decency that people have left when they fly. I'm not saying wear a suit and smoke on the plane, but I am saying keep a certain level of dignity about you when you travel. People are looking at you, okay? Keep it clean. Keep it clothed, number one. Okay, jeans on the airplane is a good move, right? They're comfortable, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch off because I'm just getting heated the more I, I think about this. All right, Emily Brady. People who remove their shoes at the airport slash on the plane. Even worse if you remove socks. Back to the clothing argument. Keep your clothes on. Keep your clothes on. This is not this is not water whiz. This is not Canopy Lake Park. Keep your shit on. This isn't a fun ride. I'm here for business. Maybe pleasure, but for the most part it's business. And keep your pleasure outside the peripheral of me and the others on this plane. Thanks for the answer, Emily. All right, my boy BK Sherrod, people putting their dirty ass feet between the seats on the plane. Yo, if someone did that, I would just put a toe right in my mouth and send a message. <laughs> I'd put the big toe in my mouth and say, if you're going to offer it up, all right, if you're going to offer it up, I'm going to take advantage. Now, no one will ever do that for the rest of their life, and you also might catch a lawsuit. When the airplane lands and everyone immediately stands up and stands waiting for 45 minutes, says Robin, yeah, yeah, that's an absolute killer. Can't have that. We, we've addressed that already, but thank you for answering. Jenna, Jenna Bluen, airport bathrooms. Just in general, that sounds very broad, but I, I do like the answer. Airport bathrooms, to me, I can get by on an airport bathroom. I'm not too bad with it. I mean, listen, we're up in the trust tree right now, right? We're at 35,000 feet cruising altitude. I, I I poop in airport bathrooms pretty frequently. I'm an airport bathroom dumper. I am vengeance in an airport bathroom is what I'm trying to say. So I can't really sign on to this, but I do appreciate you 
uh, answering it, Jenna. All right. Bunny Baby says cops. That's pretty broad. <laughs> That's pretty broad. Do you mean the TSA agents? Because they're... All right, cops. That was an answer. Good. Okay. Bella Jolie says, when people take their shoes off in the car on a road trip, yeah, just stay clothed. Stay clothed. Stop annoying. No one wants to see it. I think there's a lot of lot of questions about feet. People are pretty averse to feet. As am I. I mean, minus my last answer. I would I would put a toe in my mouth to prove a point, nothing else. It's not sexual. Okay, S Wicket 14 says people taking their yep, shoes off on the plane. Mad soon. Mads Moon says shoes off on the plane. But she also prefaces flight under three hours. No, I think everywhere. You can't do it. Vince DeGram. My boy Vinny. When people go barefoot through TSA. That's a good one. You knew you had to take your shoes off. He said that. Oh, that is. That's a kill. There you go. We've all come to the thing where like people are just want to take their shoes off. People want to just expose the Piggly Wigglies. Let's as a country as a security apparatus, stop giving people the option. They're not cool. I don't want to see your piggies. All right? Thanks for answering, Vinny. You're the man. Kendall, when their leg touches yours the entire ride on the plane. Man, that is a brutal. I would also second that. I might add on to that when they don't give you any uh, arm space on the arm stand. That's also a killer. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, like, like, just stop touching me. Because that's the other thing. The person who said jeans on the plane, it's like, I'm making sure that even if I am touching you, you're going to get a good, like, denim buffer away from my my thunder thigh. Paige Mueller, people that talk to you on a plane when you're clearly not in the mood. Yeah, I already addressed that one. That's so true. But that's why I'm saying I don't think I'm ever going to go back to the mask on the plane. Or I think my new move is when when we can't do when we're not doing mass on the plane, I'm just gonna keep one on me. So if like I get into oh yeah, three kids, yeah, okay, yeah, you're from Omaha, no way. I'm just gonna throw the mask on and be like, yeah, okay, that's that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm gonna be doing right there. And that's it's gonna be traumatizing. People are definitely gonna be like, you're a prick. But I mean, is there gonna be any better feeling than that? Okay, we got a lot here, guys. Thanks for listening so far. Old ladies playing Candy Crush at full volume. Natalia, that sounds like something that has happened to you too many times. Or Natalie, my bad. Mallory, when people don't understand the meaning of personal space on airplanes, you sound like you got wet willied once or twice. Goose said, radical jihadist commandeering planes. Well, I think everyone can agree on that. That's a problem. Oli, when your dad Dutch ovens you in your two-bedroom, that sounds like... <laughs> yeah, you, you don't like that. That's uh, <laughs> that's definitely a uh, hockey tournament travel story. Everyone who's played travel sports knows uh, sometimes dads, uh, they can once they get a couple Coors Lights and a burger in them, it's just off to the races. It's off to the absolute, like, just Dutch oven. Elena said, adults who bring full-size bed pillows on the plane. Yep. Yeah, this is, also, this is a big one. Because whether or not 
you are sitting next to them or near them, it's just a bad look for everybody on the plane. Like, we want to present ourselves as a good, we're a team on this plane, and you're just bringing us into your your childhood deviancy. No one wants to see the freaking, like, NHL team, 1990 NHL team's pillowcase that you got going on there. Grow up. Grow up. Okay, I'm going to do a couple more because I feel like I've been I've been rushing through these, but I hope I can get to every one of you. Um, Ryan Smelly says, not planning for the airport security. You should pack. You should not have to unpack, repack every time. Yeah, sometimes you can't help that. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I put shit on there that, like, I don't really remember that I did. Melissa said, watching people take sunset selfies at the beach with the sun behind them. You can't let people have a fun time? Well, that seems like kind of a you problem. And then my friend Steve DeForge, avid listener, absolute beauty. He sent in a entire diatribe. Steve had two that I really want to touch upon. Uh, the family, you know, he said, the people that complain to the gate attendant as if they are the reason the flight's delayed. Yeah, man, I, I just think a lot of people have a built-up anger. And you can see this. This is, you know, you'll get this at the bagel place. You'll get this everywhere you go. Someone just is going to end up eating some shit, and it only takes one asshole for a flight attendant or somebody working the gate just to go full Limp biscuit break stuff and lose their mind. So let's not do that, people. Let's not berate someone who doesn't deserve it. And last one. Finally, folks that fly Spirit slash Frontier but have Supreme bags. And then he said in parentheses, frauds. Yeah, some people are just balling on a budget out here, Stevie. Guys, thank you so much for responding. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was pretty funny. You guys had some pretty great suggestions. Hopefully, we'll be doing some more uh, prompts. I'll be... Hopefully just answering more questions. I love when you guys get involved. And I love just hearing from you. Um, dates, things uh, going on. I'm running a weekly show now in the Highlands in Denver. It's gonna be. It's called The Comedy Tent. We're going to start rebranding it. All the information is at the link in my bio. This Sunday, we're doing Sunday Fun Day again at Improper City. So please get tickets to that. And then uh, if you're in Rhode Island, Memorial Day weekend, if you're in Newport, I'm going to be at the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. That's a big get for me, and uh, that'll be really, really fun. Otherwise, you know, I'll probably just be around Denver for the foreseeable future, and I just really appreciate all of you listening. Remember to tell your friends, and we're going to have some – we're just going to keep having fun. So thank you, and goodbye, Senator.